0: Welcome to Menopause Uprising, the Wellness Warrior podcast with me, Catherine O'Keefe. On today's episode, I'm thrilled to chat to Alice O'Brien, CBT therapist. We're chatting all things anxiety, anxiety in general life and anxiety in menopause. Alice, you may be familiar with through her Instagram page, CBT for All, shares many great tips with us today in terms of how you can support yourself through any feelings of anxiety. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thanks so much for coming all the way up from Cork today. I don't need an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all the shops are a bit of an attraction. Oh, no, I won't go near them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So really, we did an Instagram live a couple of months ago and there were so many comments, so many questions that came off of the back of it in relation to anxiety Um mm-hmm. anxiety in general. And I think anxiety in menopause, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think just for there be new people um, listening to this podcast, can you just talk us through a little bit, you know, anxiety? What is it and what does it look like? OK, um, and I suppose in a way that question
1: is individual for everyone. Maybe the same as it might be for everyone's menopause being individual to themselves. It would be the same with anxiety. Um, I suppose just take it down to the brass checks. Anxiety is a feeling. It can be a physical feeling and it can have a huge impact psychologically then on our on our way of thinking. And then it affects the way we might behave or what we might or might not do. Mm. So basically, I suppose anxiety occurs when we feel like we're under threat. So, you know, if we have a physical reaction, like an increased heart rate... Um, sweating, sweaty palms, we might have some stomach upset around our anxiety. Our body is telling us, you know, oh, you're under threat, something terrible is going to happen, and we start acting and thinking along those lines. So I suppose to answer your question, anxiety is an emotion, it's a set of feelings, it can't harm us, but our body and our mind is telling us that it will.
0: Mm. And isn't it sometimes like where you get that kind of, you know, the butterfly feeling Mm -hmm. and it's sometimes I find that we lose that connection between Mm -hmm. what our body is feeling and what's actually going on around us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think particularly too, as we get older, it can be that maybe you are feeling anxious, but you don't join the dots. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So when you're not aware of what's going on, so you don't know. Or, well, you, you, we all know what's going on, but we don't understand that it's anxiety. So we might start to think I'm having a heart attack
0: hmm.
1: or I'm going to faint or something terrible is going to happen, so I can't do what I normally do or I must avoid things. Whereas if we knew that it's anxiety it can't harm us and we can manage it through breath work, we can manage it through stress reduction, we can manage it through lots of different ways. But it's not something that's going to harm us. If Mm. We can just tell ourselves that that, Mm. that, that's a big difference. It makes a big difference. That
0: that we're safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think particularly when we when we look at panic attacks, which can be very common, like one in four women in menopause Mm -hmm. can experience a panic attack at Mm -hmm. some stage Mm -hmm. um, in the journey. And I think if you don't know Mm -hmm. what it is and what's happening That it can be very very scary
1: yeah and the way I would look at panic when it comes to CBT is panic is is when we misinterpret physical symptoms and we kind of nearly catastrophically misinterpret them so when we're having a panic attack if you start with your head and go down to your toes you know your mind becomes blurred your mouth becomes dry your throat becomes tight your stomach becomes knotted your palms become sweaty your knees become weak that's a panic attack but your mind is telling you all those symptoms are they're definitely going to kill me. It's a heart attack. I'm going to die. I'm going to faint. Everyone's going to see I'm going to faint. So if you can learn to disconnect your mind from your body in that respect or even mm. in a way, maybe connected better in terms of knowing what's going on
0: mm.
1: and knowing that, OK, I'm having I'm kind of misinterpreting what's going on. But that doesn't mean that that's the truth.
0: Mm. You mm. Know? Yeah, because your brain likes to trick you, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And our brain loves negative thinking and negative feeling because it feels like it protects us. So when we have a negative thought, our brain is going to hear it much, much louder than a positive one, because positive thoughts, you know, I suppose in evolution, positive thoughts didn't keep us alive. Hmm. You know, smelling the flowers when we lived in the caves really (laughs) didn't keep us alive. But listening to the bear that's going to kill us did. Right. So therefore, when we have a, a thought of danger or a negative thought, it's much louder okay. than the positive ones. That's so, really
0: interesting. I've never thought about it like that yeah, before. And yeah. that makes a lot of sense, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we're good to latch on to the negatives mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not take the time to yeah. sit with the positives. Yeah. Um yeah. I, yeah. I get one, one thing that I love to do on a daily basis is, you know, I keep a, a gratitude journal mm-hmm. and I write, you know, the, Small positives mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. be a shower, a hot cup of tea, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I think things like that can be really good just to inf- reinforce. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: And I suppose if you can think of anything to be grateful for, if you can think of positive, you can just think of something that might have made me smile or mm. something that kind of relieved some of those symptoms, even temporarily, and just write those down so that, you know, maybe if you looked at yesterday's the ones, you remember, if you yeah. looked at last week's ones, just to kind of keep your mind... Thinking in the positive terms. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And just to go back, you mentioned... CBT Mm -hmm. cognitive behavioral Mm -hmm. therapy which I think if anyone knows me they'll know I'm a huge fan so am I (laughs) 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 Um, so just for for, it's it's a therapy that I think is definitely becoming more there's more awareness Mm -hmm. coming around it and we do know when it comes to menopause Professor Myra Hunter in um, the UK has done a huge amount of research in relation to the positive results that you can get from CBT particularly Mm -hmm. around night flushes, hot sweats, anxiety, insomnia. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But just can you explain it? Okay, so CBT, let's just look at CBT
1: in general. So Mm. obviously you said that it's cognitive behavioural therapy. So our cognitions are our thoughts or our patterns of thinking or, you know, anything to do with our our mindset Our behaviour is what we're doing or even what we're not doing. And then obviously the therapy is the part that joins it together. So obviously it's a talk therapy. Um, CBT is very solution focused, so that in a way is why it can be so good for, you know, things like menopause or, you know, teenage anxiety, those kind of things, because it's solution focused. It can help you to find solutions and use those solutions, whereas maybe for other types of psychotherapy, like integrative or any of those, we're we're really looking back on the past and we're digging up lots of different stuff. Mm. It doesn't mean that in CBT the past isn't important, but we look at the past in terms of how it affects today rather okay. than, you know, trying to, I suppose, plow over it maybe. So it is solution focused and therefore you can see the changes happening. Mm. Maybe you might see them after the first session or even the second, but you will start to see them. And the changes might be something very tiny in your routine that can make a huge difference to your actual
0: mm. I suppose psychological health really mm. and I think that's what I love about it is it's so practical mm-hmm. because you can even you know you can see a therapist yeah. or you can um, you know even get a, when there's there's some really good CBT books out mm-hmm. there and I, mm-hmm. I will put some in the resources but you can even get your hands on a book from the library or yeah. Eason's yeah. or somewhere yeah. and you can start to get an understanding mm-hmm. of it and mm-hmm. incorporate mm-hmm. it into your life. And
1: there's lots of good websites. There's one that I use in particular. Um, I can send it on to you. It's called CCI, or so Centre for Clinical Intervention. And I use those handouts and that help in my sessions because I suppose, okay, you can be given a handout, but sometimes it can be helpful to have somebody kind of do it alongside you. Mm. But then it's a skill that you've learned that you bring with you. So I suppose in a way CBT can give us the tools that we need kind of going forward
0: for all types of mental health. really. Yeah. 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 And and if there's one thing we need in menopause, it's tools. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose we all need tools, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, I always talk about that, you know, the personal toolkit because, you know, as we know, it's going to be different for every person and, Mm -hmm. you know, it can be um a form of therapy, it can be complementary medicine. It can be um hormone replacement therapy. it mm-hmm. can be other forms of medicine, whatever it is. it's mm-hmm. kind of bringing it all together so mm-hmm. that you can support yourself as you yeah. go through yeah. um through menopause. but when we I know we're jumping around quite a bit, <laughs> that's the nature of I think when you when you start talking about anxiety, it's such a big subject yeah, yeah. um. One of the things that I would see a lot uh, with women is social anxiety. Mm -hmm. And it may be, you know, a person who has never had an issue before Mm -hmm. going to social engagements or just meeting up with friends Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it becomes an issue. And I think obviously, too, with COVID, Mm. it's exasperated some bit more. yeah, Yeah. So with CBT,
1: I suppose we like to break things down. I like I like a good formula myself and C B T is very formula based. So if you look at the four aspects of C B T and you you put it into that social anxiety side now, you just said. So you look at your thoughts, you're looking at your actions, you're looking at your emotions, and you look at your physical feelings and all not none of those things will work on their own. You need all mm. four of them. So just look at your social anxiety there for a minute and let's just maybe I don't know, use an example of Mary who's going for dinner tonight. Yeah. And Mary maybe is at the, you know, she's not really sure of her whole um, menopausal types of symptoms. She, therefore she finds them unpredictable. So she's stressed about mm-hmm. it in her thoughts then she's worried. God, you know, what's going to happen if I have a hot mm-hmm. flush? Maybe mm-hmm. when I go in now, I'll sit near the window and if I sit near the window, I'll be OK or, you know, that kind of thing. So already she's kind of thinking, oh, God, how am I going to manage this? Her behavior then is affected by that. So she she'll go in then and maybe her table isn't by the window. And already she's thinking. I won't manage this. This night is ruined now. Emotionally, then she's feeling sad. She's feeling stressed. She's feeling Mm. anxious and she's going to feel that in her body. Mm. So if you look at keep the situation the same, go to the restaurant, but look at your thinking, what am I reacting to here? You know, is what I'm reacting to likely to happen? You know, or is it just what I'm thinking? Is it a fact or is it an opinion? You know, if I do have a symptom, you know, is it really going to be as bad as I believe? You know. Possibly it's not. So I'm probably Mm. reacting to my opinions and I'm not reacting to the facts Mm. and then see how the night goes, Mm. you know. So if I can say to myself, well, hold on now, I'm catastrophizing in my thinking. So I'm thinking the worst is going to happen. I might be using some all or nothing thinking. It's either good or it's bad. It'll be terrible or it'll be brilliant. Usually it's somewhere in between. Then maybe her her night would be better. Mm. You know, she'd enjoy her night. She wouldn't be feeling the physical feelings of stress and anxiety. And she certainly
0: wouldn't be as emotionally upset by it. And she wouldn't be as conscious about oh someone yeah. will see yeah. someone you know there you, you know that's something that comes up a lot you know um, oh I'm afraid someone will notice mm-hmm. um, you know um, because you you have a perception of yourself and people have a perception of you mm-hmm. that this is the way you've always been mm-hmm. and if there's one thing that changes in menopause is you do go through a transition mm-hmm. you do go through a change mm-hmm. and I think that can it's obviously it's very unsettling for us mm-hmm. as we go through it. Mm-hmm. and it can also be unsettling for mm-hmm. those around mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. as people mm-hmm. change mm-hmm. you know
1: but then just look at anxiety so anxiety loves vagueness because it fills the void of vagueness so you you know you're saying there God oh, you know everyone will see but just be very clear and say, everyone will see what everyone will see my face is red well what's so bad about that mm. well my face will be red they'll all think this they'll all think that Hold on now. What are you doing? You're acting on your opinion. You're not acting on the facts. So try and keep your anxiety. Funnel it down. Keep asking yourself, well, what's the worst that could happen? People will see. Mm. What's the worst that can happen? They'll think I'm not able to cope. Well, what's the worst thing about that? Well, there's no, like, <laughs> yeah. you can't answer yeah. it. Yeah. So if you keep going and keep try and keep making it as clear as you can, you might be able to eliminate, eliminate some of that very kind of vague type of thinking
0: yeah yeah because otherwise it's it's a bit like a, um, a train crash isn't it it just goes off mm-hmm. in one direction mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you spiral yeah. out of control yeah. in terms of and it, what is going to happen when you do make yourself if you start to get more anxious the chances are if you're experiencing hot flushes you're going to get a hot flush yeah you know so it's the
1: chicken and the egg then isn't it like is your anxiety making you feel hot and, and or is it an, a physical mm-hmm. hot flush part of, of uh, menopause but I suppose it's looking at well, you know, maybe I should think about it in terms of, well, it's one symptom. It's happened today. You know, i managed manage today. I won't think about mm-hmm. tomorrow and I won't worry about yesterday and I won't, I'll just deal with what hap- what's going to happen today. You mm-hmm. know, maybe that's something that can help rather than catastrophizing and saying, God, you know, it's always going to be like this or it'll be like this for the next 10 years and, you mm-hmm. know, my life is
0: <laughs> ruined or whatever. <laughs> and isn't like a large part of that is about being in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. um, we struggle. Mm-hmm. We all struggle mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. You know, we do get caught up with, oh, I have to do this and do that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. head, your mm-hmm. brain is off in another. Yeah. And it's one of, you know, just when we look at brain fog in menopause, mm-hmm. um, our brain needs a rest. Mm-hmm. And often when you're if you're feeling really intense brain fog and you really just can't get the concentration, you know, you can't remember things to me it's a big signal. You need to slow down. Mm-hmm. You need to mm-hmm. give, you mm-hmm. know, our brain a mm-hmm. break. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. mindfulness or meditation
1: mm-hmm.
0: can yeah. be a huge yeah. benefit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or grounding techniques. Definitely the breath is a huge one. Mm. Um so, you know, actually I spoke to a lady last night who was talking about menopause in her workplace and, and what she would have experienced at work around these thoughts that she had about herself. So we worked on, you know, just Okay, make a plan for your week and -hmm. then make a plan for your day. And if you have to, make a plan from now until lunchtime and lunchtime till the afternoon. But planning, okay, so I'm going to take two water breaks, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to um, walk around the building once and I'm definitely going to leave my desk at lunchtime. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you plan it Mm -hmm. and you write it down, you're more likely to do it. it, And then if you had a few tools and to, you know, okay. What can I do when I get stressed? What can I do when I get flustered, I guess? Mm. So if you have all of those things kind of planned out, then you're more likely to do it rather than being being in it and not knowing how to get yourself out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and I would say grounding techniques are huge as well. So, you know, even if it's at your desk or in, if you can't leave your workplace, just looking at, you know, what's five things I can see here now in this room? You know, what's four things I can hear? What's three things I can smell? you know, and taking maybe two deep breaths and it brings you out of your head and back into your environment. So I suppose it's a bit like switching it off and switching it on yeah. again,
0: in a way, you know, um, I, I love that. Like I did the five senses exercise and mm-hmm. um, I would use that a lot if I'm up the mountains, just mm-hmm. going for a walk mm-hmm. where you just want to be present yeah. and you just want to concentrate what you see here, etc. Yeah, And um, I think. That is fantastic Mm. in terms of at work, Mm -hmm. because we do know um, menopause has no boundaries. Mm -hmm. Anxiety has no boundaries in Mm -hmm. terms of it impacts all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it's one of the biggest questions, what can I do at work? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, that is that's a really handy Mm -hmm. technique Mm because if Mm -hmm. if you're at your desk, if you're standing on a factory floor, if you're standing at a cash machine, you know, if you're in retail, whatever it Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can still do What I
1: do is, you know, and we all experience this, but I would experience a little bit at times of kind of, I suppose, imposter syndrome in a way, you know, I might be in the middle of a session with somebody and I'm thinking to myself, oh, like, you know, I don't know if I can help this person or I don't know if I'm good enough to help this person. So what I have done is I have put stickers, no, not a lot, but maybe two or three stickers discreetly around the room that I can see. And those stickers just bring me back to let's have a positive thought. Let's have one positive thought for every time I see the sticker. So one is a butterfly. The other one is kind of an orange thing. So they're kind of behind the person's head. But they just remind me that, wait now, that's the way you're thinking. That yeah. is not the truth. Mm. So let's think something positive here. And something positive is, no, well, actually, I can do my job and I will be able to help that person and they can help themselves. Mm. And it's not, there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. So maybe if you adopted that kind of into your workplace as well, discreetly, if you need to, you know, just putting a little sticker here. I know a lady who has one on her visor of her car. Okay. So it just reminds her to come out of that negative cycle of thinking. Yeah. And into the positive, yeah. By this cue, this little reminder, this red dot or whatever,
0: yeah. yeah. And that's brilliant because yeah. we do need, we do, we do need to see something mm. to trigger our brain out of whatever yeah. you know trajectory yeah. we might be on. You know, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that is great. And you could even, um, and we will. I do want to talk about the phone in a few minutes, but right. you could put a sticker on your phone. Oh, you well, could. No. You know, OK, <laughs> Alice has a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, have a good sticker I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Um There's plenty of stickers going around in my house with my yeah. nine-year-old. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't use them for, for charts anymore. That day is well right. gone. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think that is a great idea mm-hmm. because I know. So as you know, I do a lot of work in workplaces and I would obviously have key uh, topics that I need to make sure I cover on each session. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will have a little post-it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have a couple up on the wall just to remind me mm-hmm. to make sure that, you know, I cover certain aspects yeah. because yeah. as you're going through a lot of information, you can forget. So yeah.
1: And then you can definitely forget when you go through a lot of negative automatic thoughts because they're so negative that you're down the, the rabbit hole of believing them. So why not if you if you use those kind of cues for product productivity? Why not use them for your mental health mm, as well? Brilliant. Yeah, yeah I love know, that. Yeah. Love yeah. that.
0: And what about what about when you're, you know, wherever you are, you're um, behind the uh, a retail desk you're sitting at a cash machine you're on a factory floor um what about the breathing mm-hmm. um you know i always say you know one of the first places we can go is to our breath it's mm-hmm. always with you mm-hmm. and it yeah. will help you it anchors us back into
1: two feet on the ground almost yeah. yeah i'm a big believer in the box breeding but i suppose everyone has a different love i suppose mine is the box breathing. so You know, breathe in for four, hold for four, exhale for four and hold for four. And you can almost picture a cube, you know, when you're doing it. Yeah. And it's very easy to do. Nobody can, nobody sees you doing it. You don't have to have your eyes closed or you don't have to have, you don't have to be sitting on a mat, you know, you can do it anywhere you like, you know, but it does bring you back in, Mm. I suppose, to look at it in scientific, you know, there's better scientists than me out there, obviously. but. When we're in anxiety, we're working off our sympathetic nervous system, and that's the fight or flight nervous mm. system, and our whole body is working on that. But we want to go back to the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the calm down nervous system, and our breath will do that for us. Mm. So the box breathing is something that I just think it's something that's very easy to remember. A box, yeah. think of a box, four, 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 and four.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And it's all about making it simple. We want to make it simple. Yeah. 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 And I know sometimes, you know, some people, you know, might kind of say to me, you know, I just have to get off uh, the floor. Mm-hmm. I need to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I often say, look, well, if you can, you can always go and maybe sit out in your car. Mm-hmm. If there is a quiet space, then fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I know that may not be an option in in all workplaces. Or it can simply be going into the toilet mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. going into a cubicle and just sitting. And just taking a breather mm-hmm. for a few mm-hmm. minutes, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but I think it is really important to kind of it's to listen to yeah. how your body is feeling and yeah. acknowledge it. Yeah, I, I I really feel we've lost, um, in many cases, we've lost the connection with our intuition, mm-hmm. and it's just trying to bring ourselves back to understanding that, you know. Nobody knows our bodies better than us mm-hmm. um, yeah. on an individual basis, yeah. so yeah. Um, it's really important to trust what our bodies are yeah. telling us. Yeah,
1: and if it doesn't feel right for you, don't be dissuaded from it. So you know, if you're, when you're going through, I suppose, menopause symptoms, if you look at mood for a minute and take away from anxiety, so your mood is low and you're feeling, I suppose, in a way, depressed. Your your behaviour is, you know, you're not doing the things you normally enjoy. You're not getting the achievement out of it. It's very easy to be persuaded that you may have a clinical depression, whereas mm. you don't. You know, it's, it's to do with hormones and it's to do with your menopause. Mm. So I know, I know you had this on your own page, um, Catherine, is, you know, go to your GP. And mm. if you have to go to him, she twice or three times, do that. Don't be mm. dissuaded into, I guess, taking antidepressants. If if that's you know, if you feel it's not for you, then. Yeah, you know, listen to yourself. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think it's it's fighting your own corner. isn't yeah. it? because yeah. like we really I, I just the more work I do in this area, I just realize the more we really have to um, we just have to fight our cause we in terms to be our of our own advocate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think also it's like it's OK to question mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. doctor, your mm-hmm. consultant, whoever it is. It's OK to ask questions. You can question and still listen. You
1: know, mm-hmm. you, it's not like you're discounting what they're saying. But if you leave feeling that you didn't get heard, then yeah, go back. Yeah, yeah, you
0: know? yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's that is the number one issue It's yeah. where we have cases. Unfortunately, where we know women are not being heard. Mm-hmm. And I think that's obviously, you know, mm-hmm. that's the, mm-hmm. the bigger conversation yeah. that we well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. many of us want to change mm-hmm. um, and w- just going back to just in terms of, um, you know, some of the grounding techniques um, that we can use just for say, for example, I, I'm I'm honing in on panic attacks because mm. I know they can be very common. Mm-hmm. Um, would you, is there anything different that you would recommend that you feel, you know, can help? Well, again, panic attack, it's all about the breathing
1: mm. um, and it's all about watch what your mind is telling you. So if your mind is telling you that I wasn't harmed by the panic attack because I didn't go into the shop, that's not true, mm. you know, so short term, I won't go to the shop and I won't have a panic attack. But long term, you can't avoid it. I suppose it's important to know that we can't avoid anxiety. Mm. You know, um, somebody asked me lately, how can I get rid of my anxiety forever? Because it's, it's kind of driving me mad. You can't. We mm. all have anxiety. So you have to sit with it and you have to you know, we tolerate it. And it's going to be really hard the first time. So obviously a panic attack is something that nobody wants to experience. But if you live your life trying to avoid them,
0: Mm.
1: you're not living your life, Mm. you know. But again, going back to answer how to manage them would be the same. Breathing the, I guess, in general, looking after yourself, Mm. you know, making sure that your your stress is low maybe your Mm. caffeine is kind of maybe a little bit moderated if you can
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, you know
1: those kind of things yeah yeah yeah.
0: and I think one of the one of the things just to mention when we do talk about panic attacks is um it's really important to know that a panic attack can be a symptom of where the thyroid can be out of balance or you can be anemic so I always kind of say to anyone you know it is important if you've never had one before and you you experience one mm-hmm. it is really important to get a check mm-hmm. done by the GP yeah. just to rule it out and just make sure yeah. there isn't anything else there you know. But isn't it really interesting
1: our attitude towards anything to do with mental health or psychological health like for instance if you had um, I don't know a disorder where your your ankle became stiff you would go and do something about it mm-hmm. and you wouldn't say God there's something wrong with me because my ankle is like that and I should be able to manage that better. You never would but mm-hmm. you do when it comes to your mental health. You kind yeah. Of think. God, I must be weak. I'm having panic attacks Mm. Uh, nobody else has them. My sister never has them. My brother never had them. Yeah, we need to let go of that and we need
0: to just accept that this is part of our health that needs as much care as every other part Mm. of our health. Do you think do you think we'll ever get there, Alice, in terms of there's such a hang up mm-hmm. about mental health, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I know like I, I know we've made great inroads, but I still think there is a reluctance like that to look yeah. at it the same as you broke your arm or, there is, you know, a more there physical. Is, there, is, there, is, there is. And it
1: actually came to my door actually this week because I have a new office and it's it's one of these new offices in a primary care centre where we're all together and it's fabulous and we're delighted with it. But somebody rang me and said, you send me a letter for an appointment. I can't go in there because I'm afraid that I'll meet my neighbor, you know. So like that this is yeah. this week, 2021, where yeah. this person has said this to me, you know, wow. and, and obviously we came around it and, and yeah. reassurance was given, etc. But it was really, you know, so I suppose, But I do think maybe the message is starting to come out in terms of schooling and that mm. message, those people that are in school now will soon be functioning adults at some point yeah. and whatever else. And, and they have learnt, I guess, that it's OK to talk about your mental health. Mm. I guess I, I do like that phrase. It's OK not to be OK. But what I would add to it is it's OK not to be OK, but it's not OK to ignore it and it's not OK to neglect it. Yeah. If you're not OK, there's help there. Go yeah. and get it.
0: Yeah. You know, and I think I like I, I cannot impress how important it is in menopause because menopause can be lonely mm-hmm. and if you're trying to, um, you know, manage your way through a series of symptoms mm-hmm. and maybe you're, if you're not getting the support that you need, um, it can make it a much more difficult, mm-hmm. difficult mm-hmm. journey. Mm-hmm. And I think one we know the psychological aspects of menopause mm-hmm. are for many women. The most challenging, yeah. you know, you know, the anxiety, the changing moods, the Mm -hmm. rage, the Mm -hmm. frustration, Mm -hmm. the brain fog, the insomnia, you know, Mm -hmm. I I just think it's so important that um, women look for help. It really is. But then maybe
1: if we worked it into our lives instead of looking for help, like, for instance, I would have no problem going for a facial for 50 euro if I thought it was going to make me look 15 years younger. I'd be gone. I'd be (laughs) like, you know, but I have recently started to do that for my mental health. So I guess in my job, I would have had to have, you know, true courses. You'd have to do personal therapies and all those kind of things. Mm. And to me, they were always another chore and another kind Box. Of, oh, you know and you'll be kind of oh god you know, I don't know thank god but actually this summer I started working with somebody who is a life coach and she has a background in mental health and I go to her as we we'll say a client of hers mm. and I go every month and I prioritise it and I pay for it mm. and it's it's a little bit like my facial for my mind this yeah. is the way I think of it yeah. I never begrudge it I never go in there saying oh god I have nothing to say to her now yeah. I go because it's for me and mm. I talk about myself and I do that for an hour and mm. She guides me through things and I, I go off then for the month and I, I kind of do, we, we plan things and I do that and come back the following month and I wouldn't be without it now. Yeah. It has changed my whole way of looking at things and my whole, even my way of looking at things in the past, it has all changed. Yeah. So I've given myself a present of that. Yeah. So what I suppose what I'm saying is, okay, if you get to the menopause and you need some help, then that's great. Get the help. Mm. But why not work it into your life now? Yeah. Why not? Okay, it might cost you a bit of money, but you would spend it on a cream in Brown mm. Thomas without yeah. a heartbeat because it says in the box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? You'll be 15 You're years be younger.
1: 15 <laughs> years younger. So why not yeah. just work this yeah. in and make it part of your life yeah. and... You're taking the taboo
0: away then as well. Yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm. Um, I speak to a counsellor every two mm-hmm. weeks mm-hmm. and um, I definitely, I, I mean, I never run out of things yeah, to, to talk about because particularly too when I'm working with people, mm-hmm. um, you need to have somebody to talk to. And yeah. plus, who doesn't have stuff going on in their mm-hmm. life that mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. offload or get yeah. advice on? Yeah. And, you know, so I do think, and I think one of the things that um, I did a menopause in the workplace survey and um i was really stunned by the amount of uh, people who have never utilized the employee assistance program well, at work yeah and yeah. to me i think that's a no-brainer mm-hmm. you know you could ring up you could get a cbt therapist mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. know whatever form mm-hmm. of therapy you want mm-hmm. but if you're working and that support is in your work it's 100 mm-hmm. percent confidential mm-hmm. and i think you know like you said that is like like your facial, your company is yeah. paying for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it is really important to try yeah. and bring and if, it in. You
1: know, if you try it once and you don't like it, mm. try it again with somebody else. Yeah. You know, and even twice or three times. Like I would have people that I've worked with that, OK, after two sessions, we've decided we're not the right fit for each other. And then I have people I've worked with for years. We won't all. Every, we don't like every single person we ever meet every single day of our life. Yeah. So give yeah. yourself the the present of therapy. Make sure it's right for you and keep mm-hmm. trying. Nobody's going to be offended or there's no obligation. Yeah. But it's
0: it's for you. Yeah. I mean, like all of us have changed our hairdressers mm-hmm. at some time in mm-hmm. our life or mm-hmm. maybe, you know, whoever we go to for facials or whatever, mm-hmm. your dentist or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, the same. And, and you're, you are right. Um, I first started counselling after my father died when I was mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. That was my first introduction to it. I mm-hmm. Never had you know um, any insight into it, and it definitely, from you know, from the grief perspective, I mean, it completely Mm -hmm. held my hand Mm -hmm. through Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I think from there, I was only what I was probably only 18. No, I wasn't, I was 20. Um, but it completely changed Mm -hmm. how I view counseling or just a therapy like that in terms of the benefits Mm -hmm. it can Mm -hmm. bring to your life, Mm -hmm. and I, I just think that. You know, like that, the support that you need in menopause comes in many guises Mm -hmm. and it's finding out what's the best for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. if we look at, you know, unfortunately, we know that, um, you know, the suicide rates when we look at the age group of um, women in menopause, you yeah. know, unfortunately, they're high, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, you know, that's there, there's a reason for mm-hmm. that. There's a connection there. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's really important that people get the support, yeah. you know, reach out and ask for the support, yeah. you know, through the community, you know, you know yeah. however. If you, if you reach out to somebody that can't give
1: you the support, they will find or will help mm. you and at least you have an ally looking for your support. Yeah, then you know. Yeah, yeah. So whoever it is. Yeah. But don't carry it on your own. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah.
0: And unfortunately like I see this every week. I get messages Or, you know, emails from women asking for help in terms of you may have to go from pillar to post to find Mm -hmm. the right Mm -hmm. might be finding the right GP. Mm -hmm. It might be finding the right counselor, you know, whatever it is. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's really important to keep banging the door down Mm -hmm. and make sure you have that support Mm -hmm. and talk about how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. even to your family and your friends, Mm -hmm. because it supports you. Yeah.
1: And if your mind is telling you that they'll judge you That's your mind telling you that is not the truth. Mm. So just because I think it does not mean it's true. Yeah. So you might have to shout that into yourself 40 times a day. But so what? You know, nobody's judging you and I just think they are.
0: But that doesn't make it true. How do you and that brings me on to to the next thing. How do we really stop our brains from that runaway negative? How do we really realise that the brain likes to trick us, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, and I just think we all struggle with that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, you, know how, how, what, what, you know, what are some of your top tips that you can do? Well, I would say, again, back to the breath. just take a deep breath
1: and say to yourself, hold on, now. what am I reacting to here?
0: Mm.
1: You know, who, you, like wh- wh- what's the facts in this situation? There are probably very few facts. They're probably all opinions. And just because I think it does not make it true. So an opinion is my thinking. Mm. That does not mean it's true. So, you know, what is making me so upset here? Is it because of something that's happened? If it's a fact, then what can I do to change it? But if it's an opinion, then how can I change my thinking? Mm. You know, I don't have to accept everything I think has been true.
0: Mm. You know, so that would be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just want to introduce this is something, Alice, I've I've heard so many times from women mm-hmm. um, where they may be having coffee. They may be out for dinner, they may be walking, they may be having a chat with a friend and they second guess themselves Mm -hmm. that they basically, oh, they'll get back to the car. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Did I did I say something wrong there? Um, I don't think I reacted to that properly. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know, is that imposter syndrome or is it just we're second guessing ourselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i am seeing that mm-hmm. with so many mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and it definitely seems to be kind of from the early perimenopause years mm-hmm. from kind of mm-hmm. you know you're 44 45 onwards mm-hmm. there seems to be this you know habit that comes in where women start to really kind of think oh god you know i shouldn't have said that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what you you, you know you use the word their habit it is a habit
1: but habits can be broken They won't be broken on day one, but they will Mm. be broken the more we practice it. So what am I doing there? I'm ruminating. I'm ruminating on past events, recent past or or long term past, but I'm ruminating. There's no facts in this. Ruminating is a way of my mind churning around the anxiety to make me feel um, stressed, worried, you know, Mm. those kind of things. That's ruminating. You know, it's not true. Mm. So let's not react to this now. This is what my mind is doing, but. I don't have to respond to this, mm. Mm. you know. So what can I do Well, I can do something to distract myself? I can do something that kind of adds to my health. I can plow on through it and, and, and see with it. Thoughts are just thoughts are not going to harm us. Mm. You know, you can see them as, I guess, like clouds in the sky. We can live our lives very well with the clouds in the sky. We don't have to stop because there's a cloud over our head. We can keep going. Mm. We can't really control our thoughts, but we can control how we respond to them, Mm. you know, so and the more that we kind of manage our response to the thoughts, the less the negative thoughts will be screaming at us. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think to there where you say once that awareness kicks mm-hmm. in and once you start to actually mm-hmm. realize, like there was one woman I was talking to um, last week and she was basically saying to me, she said she got back into the car mm-hmm. after meeting some friends and she literally cried over the steering mm-hmm. wheel because yeah. she felt she just it blew between leaving her friends and walking to the car, which I'd say was two or three minutes. Yeah. yeah. She all of a sudden decided that she had said the wrong thing, that she basically shouldn't have said things. And she's a quiet person anyway, Mm -hmm. so you can be guaranteed anything she Mm -hmm. did Mm -hmm. say would, wouldn't have wouldn't yeah. have wouldn't yeah. have um, yeah. Yeah. been insulting or hurt anyone yeah um, but it was literally it just became so mm-hmm. much bigger mm-hmm. in her mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. and I I just I am seeing that a lot mm. mm-hmm. and I think you know that is the anxiety of perimenopause that comes in and just starts to become a bit more yeah. heightened yeah. yeah and you know the the lid goes off the the, the, the pot, the pot <laughs> yeah. and you're yeah. just kind of like you're yeah. trying yeah. to Get rationality. So as we
1: look at it in a way, I like to kind of have stories. So you're going for a walk along a path and the path mm. is beside a main road and the cars are going up and down the main road. But you're not walking on the road, you're walking on the path. So the cars won't interfere with you and you won't interfere with them. But if you imagine your negative thought is a red car. So every time a red car passes, that's a negative thought. What you're actually doing is you're going out into the middle of the road and you're putting your hand up and you're telling the red cars to stop and go away and don't drive on this road and this is my road and you can't drive on them. But if you stop doing that, if you just left them, so you keep walking along your path and the red cars can drive up and down the road as much as they like, you don't have to believe them and you don't have to put them off the road. Mm. You just have to carry on on your own path. Mm. Mm. You know, so sometimes we try to control our thinking a bit too too much, maybe when we just need to kind of, you know, it's a negative thought. I see you. I acknowledge you, but I'm not responding to you. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. I love that analogy, yeah, the yeah. cars.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah, just carry on yeah. on the pet. Okay, yeah. It mightn't
1: be very nice if it's all red cars and, you know, you can hear them and see them. But you <laughs> can
0: <laughs> still walk on your pet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we mentioned earlier about um, uh, the Gratitude Journal. And mm-hmm. as as you know, it's something I'm hugely passionate about. I do, I do a lot of journaling. I do my Gratitude Journal every day. Mm-hmm. Um, what other... Things do you think are of benefit to introduce? Other, I know we've talked about grounding techniques, but you know what else to really help with the positive to try and you know con- focus and concentrate more on the good things. Because one thing, oh God, I don't know, Alice. Every every day this becomes more aware to me, and and you know when I get a chance to get up the mountains, I feel like I've even become more aware of it. We have only one life, mm-hmm. and the the days the years the months everything goes really quick mm-hmm. and we've got to be so conscious mm-hmm. of being in the moment mm-hmm. and enjoying mm-hmm. the good moments mm-hmm. and life is going to be ups and downs mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. are struggles mm-hmm. that's life mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. it'd be probably pretty boring well, yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but you know i you know anything any other tips that you would say well three things really kind of Im- Impact on our
1: positive mental health and they are connectedness. So making sure we have enough connectedness, you know, who did I connect with today or who did I connect with yesterday? You know, it might be during the lockdown, it could have been the mailman. But, you know, it doesn't really matter as long as you get a sense of connectedness. Do I have a sense of achievement in my day? So Mm. a sense of achievement for me could be just washing two bowls after the breakfast wear because I just really don't have the energy to do it anymore. Whereas a sense of achievement for somebody else might be climbing the mountain. Mm. But if I just tap into brought me a sense of achievement today and then the third one is what brought me a sense of pleasure today so look at it. you just take one say if your life is all pleasure
0: mm.
1: you probably would have imbalance in your mental health because you don't have the achievement yeah you know so just keep an eye on that balance on a mm. daily basis and say well okay i'm feeling a bit off today is it because you know my house is in a mess and everything is on top of me and i haven't kind of achieved the balance that i would like in terms of I don't know family life yeah or you know I've lots to do with work and I've kind of neglected it so let's just see what I can achieve there today mm. and then mm. obviously the pleasure then would be you know maybe in your gratitude area or your you know what's bringing me joy today it could mm. be a simple thing like you said the cup of tea or mm. yeah. going for a walk or Rubbing the dog, it doesn't matter, you mm. know. And then obviously the connectedness is, you know, have I been avoiding people? Have I been staying away from people? Have I lost my connection mm. with people? How can I get it back?
0: Yeah. And I think that's I mean, i people laugh at me because I'm forever talking about support Um, at the Menopause Success Summit that mm-hmm. we did in September. I, I did say we should have done bingo at the end of the day to see how many times support was mentioned okay. through all the speakers. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that connectedness yeah. is so important. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, you know, and, and as you say, it, it, yeah, maybe it's the mailman. Maybe it's, you know, meeting a friend. Yeah. Maybe it's having coffee with your work mm-hmm. colleague. You know, um, whatever that is, mm. is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Ikigai. It's a Japanese term they call okay. it sense of purpose. Right. So that's like your achievement. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 what I kind of say is what's your sparkle? Yeah. You know, yeah. Could yeah. Cooking, could yeah. Yeah. it could be cooking, could be gardening, it could be jumping out of a plane. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Whatever but it is. once it's yours,
0: yeah. you know, it's not somebody yeah. else's.
1: You know, and when you said there about support though, maybe sometimes we, we forget the amount of support we give. We find it hard to ask mm. for support. But just look at it. Hang on now. If that person needed help, I would give it to them. Yeah. You know, or if that person needed a kind word, I would give it to them. Mm. So reach out and and look for it.
0: Mm. You know, Mm. very true. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we're so kind. We can be so kind to others, but not necessarily to ourselves.
1: Totally. We would never speak to anyone the way we speak to ourselves, (laughs) would we? You know, we wouldn't speak to our best friend the way we might speak to ourselves in our head. We wouldn't say to our best friend. God, you should have all that sorted yourself. No, you should need no help. What are you asking for help
0: for? But yet we do it to ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we've got to be kinder. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think there, you know, that that's a nice way of looking at it. And, you know, even from the the perspective of pleasure, I mean, you know, like I put on Instagram one day about, you know, the gratitude journal and I was like saying, well, here's what I wrote in it today. I had a shower, I had Mm -hmm. a hot cup of tea. Mm You know, it's simple things, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. you can find the pleasure, as you say, in smelling the flower, mm. you know, mm-hmm. in looking at the leaf, it's being in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings us on to let this be our last thing, right. but I did <laughs> want to talk about because phones. Okay. Oh, I, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the love hate relationship. Yeah. No, look, I, I, it's more from the point of view of, um, uh, I guess, again, I would see the, negative impact at nighttime, where people are mm-hmm. lying in bed scrolling through the phone. Mm-hmm. And definitely to me, it's a firm no no mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you want to be, you know, we want to be setting our our brains up for mm-hmm. a beautiful, mm-hmm. nourishing mm-hmm. sleep mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the cortisol being heightened. Yeah,
1: yeah. And there are studies it, to show that like obviously in our phone, there's a lot of negative news and the amount of negative news you take in before you go to bed and first thing in the morning is very detrimental to your mental health. So Mm. like you said, the phone is there and something might flash up from, I don't know, RT news and you're in there straight away and you're going to bed then with all that kind of adrenaline negativity, you know, same first thing in the morning you know yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so I think it's kind of you know I just think it's being I don't have notifications on my phone okay. for not, for. Yeah. I don't have it, have it for any social media mm. for WhatsApp mm-hmm. nothing so you can choose then I that's do and I, I yeah. do think yeah, really it's good, really yeah. important to turn off the notifications yeah. 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 if you yeah. can um, and just go to the phone when you need to so yeah, you're I not think, being resp- because reactive. there can be
1: a lot of positivity like I love my own Instagram page and I love mm. doing it and it brings me great I suppose achievement and joy yeah. and I do love it yeah. but like you said I found one one particular day walking in a lovely scenic area near my own home and I saw a beautiful it was leaves or a and leaves and I said God that would be a lovely picture now for the Instagram I said hold on now what about a lovely picture for me like yeah. are you not looking at that and taking it in and saying God that's beautiful now a lovely image and I'm you know so then I learned hold yeah. on now I need to do an audit here on my phone usage and my mm. attitude towards my phone usage and mm. I did and like that, I don't really go on Instagram over the weekend. I might have a look, but I don't try try not to post. Yeah. And I try to put some boundaries. Simple things like if I'm going into a shop, I would nearly always leave my phone out in the car. Yeah. So that then when I'm in the queue, I'm not scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Do you know? That's a brilliant mm-hmm. tip, Alice, because
0: we we, are, I put my hands up there. Mm-hmm. I can be yeah. standing in the queue in Lidl and I'm scrolling through. And all those you know, images are
1: flying past your and they're all going through your brain and you can't keep up with any of that. And you're very mm-hmm. heightened then over that.
0: Yeah. So yeah. that's
1: what I try and do or sometimes well, I wouldn't be great now my, my self-esteem my my will isn't great you know I'd put in one room at home but I would sneak in and have a look well you know I suppose (laughs) the thought is there you
0: know but but, and I do think and I think we're we're very similar in terms of you know our approach to Instagram mm. and that and we do love we're both very passionate and I find it a very positive experience people have been more than kind to me I haven't touched wood I've never had any yeah yeah Yeah. but I think you know I think we're very genuine and passionate in trying Mm -hmm. to empower with information Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I think it's just What I would see um, is just where you are just endlessly scrolling maybe Mm -hmm. through the phone or it's not even social media, it's that you're you're on the phone late at night. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. it's even through messages and so forth. I just Mm -hmm. think particularly in relation to anxiety, Mm -hmm. your anxiety is going to be heightened Mm -hmm. when you put your head on the pillow. It is, is. you know, and then you're you're, you're
1: automatically on on into this whole comparison part of your life, you know, God they have a beautiful Christmas tree up and they're all wearing matching pyjamas and they're fabulous, but you know, you know, and I don't have any of that. But you do and you have the quality in your life. So yeah. stop looking at what other people
0: have, mm. you know, yeah. and, and just enjoy your own yeah. side yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I think it is that just kind of um, it's being in the moment mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Um, you know, where, where you can when you, you know, even if you're with friends, I think, you know, if you don't need the phone. Leave it, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, leave it in the car Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. leave it in your handbag Mm -hmm. or, you Mm -hmm. know, just Mm -hmm. something or other. It's just being back to being present. and Or
1: even a simple tip if you're out with your friends, put it face down, you know, instead of face up. If you do need to have it on the table, maybe your child is coming home and you need to collect them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But just put it face down and then you're not tempted by, you know, the the lights and the whole lot to kind of go down another
0: Portal, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think if if anyone wants to take one good step, I definitely would encourage the notifications. Mm-hmm. That's um, a really good It's yeah. really good because yeah. yeah. otherwise but it's pinging and pinging. I, well, and pinging. mine would yeah. be with yeah. everything that comes through yeah. on yeah. platforms. You'd, yeah. be, <laughs> you'd be all <laughs> like, day Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you, yeah. you know, and also, you know, like you were saying, putting it in other rooms, I would mm-hmm. do that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that um, if mm-hmm. I'm trying to concentrate, if I'm writing or something, mm-hmm. I have to get rid of it because otherwise you just don't get into his zone you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um, yeah Yeah. that's our that's our little debate on the the day (laughs) 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 Um, well Alice listen thanks so much for all the information and we'll share all of the resources um, in the notes below and um, Alice I'll share your um, Instagram page and everyone can follow you there because I do know I reshare a lot of your posts because there's always always fantastic little just really little sound bites Mm. of information Mm -hmm. but just like really simple but can be really really beneficial Yeah.
1: Um, and that's the aim of the game I suppose it only started when somebody on my waiting list asked me is there any res- anything that you could give me that I could have a look at on I think she asked me about Facebook I'm not really into Facebook so I said you know it kind of sparked something in me mm-hmm. around this time last year and I just thought you know why not refer somebody to something that I can actually control a little yeah. bit? You know, yeah. And yeah. it kind of grew from there. So that's yeah. you know, yeah. I didn't no, expect it to grow as much as it did, but it did. Yeah, so, yeah. No, know. it's great. It's yeah. a fantastic yeah.
0: page and and a great resource. And I think it's just, it's 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 practical and mm-hmm. it's positive mm-hmm. um, and it's supportive, mm-hmm. which I think and is that's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so thanks a so, million. Well, thanks for having me. And yeah. thanks everyone for listening.